Blog Talk Radio. When you need help or advice, you turn to your parents or a trusted friend for help. So why go outside of Virginia, your home, when you need car insurance? Aber Insurance gives you individual attention and won't turn your way no matter what your driving record looks like. Giving same-day personal service in the state of Virginia for over 30 years. Able Insurance, 979-0814 is the number. AbleInsurance.com is the site. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. layers and ball shorts. Coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. You know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door's supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for. Circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amal Hawkins. Appreciate you taking time out of your day. To listen to the latest episode of the Ball Hawk Show today, I got a treat for you guys. Who's on the line? We got it back up and running, and I got a Wahoo great waiting in the wings to break bread with your boy. Just to recap, you know, the journey to UVA, how it was playing at UVA, being in the NFL, what he's doing today. I got Billy McMullen that's coming on the show. But before we jump into that, this I don't want to call it an interview, before we jump into that conversation. I do want to make sure I got I make you guys aware of a watch party that he's hosting this Saturday for the Notre Dame game. It's called the Billy Mac Foundation Presents UVA Football Watch Party. Come watch UVA versus Notre Dame with Billy McMullen and other UVA greats, family, friends, food and drinks, and music. September 28th from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m at River City Road, 939 Mayor Street, in Scott's Edition. And that's up in the Richmond area. So make sure you go to River City Road, 939 Mayor Street, M-E-Y-E-R-S, in Scott's Edition. A portion of the proceeds from the food and drink sales benefits Carver Elementary School. Donations are accepted. It's free and open to the public. And for more information, go to BillyMacSpeaks at gmail.com. Again, that's BillyMacSpeaks at gmail.com. If you can't make it to South Bend this weekend, go up to River City Road and hang out with Billy McMullen and other UVA greats to view UVA versus Notre Dame. And I'm going to have all of this in the, in the description box and also his website, BillyMcMullen.com, for all you Wahoo fans. If you want to hit him up and see about being a part of the watch party this weekend, I'll be in South Bend uh, working as a sideline for Virginia Sports Network. Um, but, yeah, man, so hopefully you guys enjoy this conversation. Um, as If you don't know, Billy came in. When I was a third year here at UVA and he was basically my first year, I looked out to him and, and tried to just give him as much knowledge as I could. But he was just such a phenomenal player, such a dominant and rough. Uh, that's why he became one of the all-time greats here at this university. And the Lama Day Sakias recently broke his uh, receptions record uh, 
um, here at UVA. So without further ado, it's the Billy Mac and the Ball Hawk here on the Ball Hawk Show podcast. Who's on the line? Another edition. And today's guest, man, we got a Wahoo great, one of the greatest receivers ever. And I seen him firsthand when he first came to UVA. I'm talking about my man, Billy McMullen. Uno, Uno is on the line. What's going on with you, Billy? What's up, El Nino? What's going on, man? I'm glad <laughs> to be on here, man. <laughs> yeah, man, finally got that you El on. Nino. Nah, they, they don't What's know up? about that. But, I mean, that's why we do the, that's why we do the series so folks can get behind the scenes, uh, little nicknames and, and stories, and the fans truly enjoy when I go one-on-one with, uh, you know, upcoming draft picks, past greats, or just anybody that's connected to the program, man. So we definitely appreciate you taking time out today uh, to come on the Ball Hawk Show. Uh, so, hey, man, let's just go ahead and start from the beginning. Um, okay. How was it? How was it for you coming out of the Richmond area, doing your recruiting process, um, and and what went through your mind as far as you know how how guys were recruiting you? The was the star rating around? It was, it was yeah, it, yeah, it was it was around. Um, it wasn't, of course, it was nothing like today, man. Maybe sound old saying that, but it, I mean, <laughs> it's nothing like today. Like it was, it was basically, you know, the hot teams who had the hot players, of course, and the Hampton Crabbers were one of them. And our area was Patrick Henry, Huguenot, mm-hmm. had a lot of hot hot names because they had, you know, pretty good teams. But my story, my story wasn't like that. I, you know, I came on a scene. Real strong my 11th grade year. We had a spread mm-hmm. offense, and we threw the ball a lot, and I broke a lot of the, the records at Henrico High School here in Richmond, Virginia, well, right outside of Richmond, Virginia, county right outside of Richmond, Virginia. And uh, my coach that really sort of brought me up the ranks, um, he left halfway through the season, and following the next year, we, we changed coaches twice in the summer. And we mm-hmm. went into a wing T offense, and – I mean, we we really didn't have a quarterback, so my stats my stats dropped. And for you youngsters out there, I didn't have the proper grades or the SAT, ACT, so a lot of recruiting sort of fell off um, off the map because of my grades and and then my play on my senior year. Um, so I wasn't ranked, I wasn't a star. I don't think I had a a ranking ranking beside me. And mm. uh, yeah, yeah, and I started. I actually started my recruiting process super late, man, because I didn't understand the process. Eight, uh, we we started. Me and my dad started the process like after the last game of my senior year, <laughs> recording really? tapes and sending them out. And they were like, "Nah, bro, we it's a little too late. You know, we like you, you look good, but we already got our scholarships all handed out." So, yeah, man, it was uh, it was one of those cases, and um, I was like, "Man, I'm I'm better than this," because I'm I'm thinking at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking at the time that, you know, um, I would have to go to – nothing against these schools like Virginia State or Virginia Union or even back then it was called Prop 48 at Hampton University, all the really good schools. But I just okay. felt like, you know, I was uh, built for something bigger. So, yeah, that's sort of the process I had to go through. And then uh, one of the alumni who went to Henrico had a chance to go to Fort Union Military, and mm-hmm. that's when he said, hey, Billy, man, you might want to try out Fort Union. I was like, oh, okay. I ain't never heard of that, man. And I don't know about no military. So that was sort of my path to getting to Fort Union to, to UVA. It's a long story, but I'm telling you, man, it's uh, it wasn't it wasn't a star ranking, and I wasn't highly publicized. I, you know, I was, I was scraping and crawling for everything I got. 
So once once you got to Fort Union, um, how long was the process before school started really, you know, talking to your head coach and you started taking recruiting visits? You know, how many games into the season before you started yeah. kind of understanding that, you know, the, the bigger schools, as you talked about, uh, were showing interest in you? Oh, so so in high school, you know, kids think, you know, when you get the letters, they're recruiting you. That wasn't the case. Um, hmm. So I really didn't have a lot of people on me. I had a few calls come in. So some bigger schools like Iowa, but it was just too late. Um, and we had a big kid here in Richmond area, a guy named David Terrell. He went, went on to play. David Terrell. You probably, yep. yeah, yeah, you remember Huguenot. David Terrell. So, yep. Huguenot, there you go. The, and, uh, uh, he came out to Bruce Branch, who was in my right. All-Star game. Yep. That's right. Both of them, both of them boys, they, they had a quarterback, so they was eating over – I mean, they were eating over there, man. So <laughs> uh, Coach McPhee, because uh, Bruce was going to Penn State and – at yeah. the time, Dave was going to Notre Dame, and he switched to go to Michigan. He's like, my boy is signed. Y'all need to go check out that kid over at Henrico. So that's how I got most of my recruit. And, oh, wow. you know, of course, I wasn't in a position to really take advantage of it. So fast forward at Fort Union, um, I, I, I mean, I gritted my teeth. Like, I, I got to win. So it wasn't until, like, Fort Union is funny, man. It's like, I'm pretty sure you were used to this at Hampton. Like, I wasn't used to it, but Fort Union, you know, every other week you had big dogs down there like Clemson and Michigan. Of course, UVA right down the road. You had all the schools up and down the East Coast, man. They would come to Fort Union because we had a lot of talent every year. And I wasn't used to that. And there was, like, you know, showing off every day trying to get a scholarship. But at, at the same time, I wasn't, I wasn't built like they wanted to see. I was long. I was lanky. I wasn't really fast. But I had really good hands, and I would make mm-hmm. the tough cat. So the recruiting came on little by little, one double-A here. You know, Tennessee, Chattanooga, had uh, Hofstra University, Kent State, um, some other schools. Rutgers probably was the biggest one at the time that was, like, really showing interest. And, you know, we were, like, I was pushing, like, ooh, that would be nice to go to Clemson. Nah, we don't want you, brother. You want, like, a 4-9. <laughs> we don't, we don't, we don't recruit those kind of guys. <laughs> I, I remember when Tommy Bowden, <laughs> Tommy Bowden came in, and he, you know, back in the day, Hulk, they, them coaches would fight you up, man. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to Clemson, just off of one yeah. word, man. They're not, they're not recruiting you, man. They just talking to you, man. So, <laughs> Tommy Bowden came in, um, the legendary Coach Schumann's office, and you know, everybody was like, oh, Clemson's here, Clemson's here, because they were recruiting uh, my roommate actually. Uh, Meekins, he was. Uh, we played against okay. uh, yeah, Stacey, yeah, number twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Eric Meekins. So they wanted yeah. him bad. So um, I said, "Well, shoot, if me going there, I'm going in there." And uh, Tommy Bowden saw me. He was like, "Oh man, we got a tall drink of water over here." And I was like, "Yes." And I'm like geeking, like, yeah. "Oh yes, yes, you, you exactly. got to recruit Package me, man." Package deal. Yeah, package <laughs> deal. But nah, he was just sicing me for my roommate. No recruiting, no letters, no nothing. So. Um, pushing to the story, as I came to the end of the season of Fork Union, which I did really well there, man, I uh, became like, I think it was co-offensive MVP. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, um, the school that I mentioned, those are the schools I started taking visits on. And uh, UVA, UVA was not in the picture. They, to be honest, they didn't, they were recruiting a guy from your area, from Warwick um, High School. I forget his name now, but he decommitted and went to um, Virginia Tech to play with his teammate, Michael Vick. Hmm. They played in school together. What was his name, man? I forget his oh, name. Oh, Harrison. Andre Harrison. Yeah, there you go. 
Harrison, yep, yeah. that was him. So he had committed to UVA and then decommitted to go play at Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Um and um and that's like the last week of recruitment, Hulk. That's when UVA wow. said, Hey, look, because I was about to commit that. to Hostel. Yeah. Okay. I was about to commit to Hostel. So I came home. Uh, well, I went to Hostel to visit, and then I got picked up at the airport by my mom. And I was like, look, guys, I'm going to just, you know, they're about to go 1A. They passed the ball a lot. I want to go here. They're like, you sure you want to be in New York? I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, yeah, I do. And so we got to Fort Union. And, man, it was a crazy story. Right when I pulled up, one of my guys was, like, knocking on the window. They was like, dude. UVA just called, man. They want you to come on a visit next weekend. I was like, what? You Are you serious? <laughs> I can't believe it. Like, yeah, UVA wants you to come on a visit. I was like, get out of here, man. So, you know, I wanted that whole experience of going on a visit, sitting in front of Coach Wilson says, yes, Coach, I commit. I want to come to UVA. So I didn't commit. As a matter of fact, this is how it happened. Once I got out of the car, the next day, or, you know, two days later on that Wednesday, because you know we take those visits on Fridays. Yeah. On that Wednesday, I get a call, and he's like, look, son, we want to offer you a scholarship. And me being like, yeah, I want to – I said, I'm going to consider it. I'm going to talk to my parents, blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, you know, I told one of my coaches at Fort Union, uh, Coach Billingsley, I said, yeah, they just offered me. He said, and you accepted, right? I was like, <laughs> you know, I want <laughs> – like, I want that whole experience, like – yeah, I, you know, I wanted to uh, talk it over with my parents, and I was going to commit when I got there. Man, he, he stood up, dip, dug in his pockets, took out a quarter. He said, you call them back right now and commit. And this was back and when I was like, pay yeah. phones and stuff was around. Yeah, this pay phones. Cell phones like, became phone. prevalent to everybody that's yeah, listening. This, <laughs> yeah, this is like, this is 98. This is 98. 98, yeah, it's 98. This is 98. Yeah, it's 98. So I went up there at the Fort Union campus, and I went and called, and I was like, Hey coach, uh, I think it was Coach Wilmer. Hey coach, I commit, and so mm-hmm. that's when I became a Wahoo with a big chip on his shoulder. Like my mindset was like, you guys did not want me, you know. Mm. So that's interesting. And, and cool. I, I like that. Yeah, yeah, they did not want me, so I felt like, well, shoot, when I come in here, man, I'm, I'm catching everything. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shine, man. So that was sort of my recruiting process, which is wild, but that's what it was. I mean, I remember when you when you came in, man. You just came in. You did. You had that hunger, and but the thing was though, like you came in with a chip on your shoulder, but you wasn't like malicious with it. You wasn't like disrespectful to everybody. You was like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to learn everything. I'm trying to pick everybody's brain. I'm paying attention to the dudes who busting they they hump. Who the top? I just remember you in practice, like yo, who the top DB? I want to go against him because you know when you first got there it was. The old the the upper class went against the starters, and then the freshmen mm-hmm. usually went against the backups or the incoming freshmen. Also, and I remember you just like, hey, hey, eighty, how can I go up against Stooks? How can I go up against yeah. you know uh, uh, Antoine? Like, I want to go up against them. Like, I'm tired of going to dudes my age. Let me go. Let me go up against them. And I'm, I was like, go ahead, dog. Like, compete. That was my main yeah. thing. I just I just remember just seeing you ascend. From your first couple of uh, practices, your first couple games where, hell, you didn't even wear wristbands. You wore your socks all the way up. You tied your shoes up in a double knot. You ain't get spatted. You ain't have a single glove on. People don't look. Ladies and gentlemen, the Billy McMillan, y'all saw that junior year when he had his, he was spatted up. 
He got gloves. He got the he got the wristbands on his elbow. That ain't the Billy Mac. That won't be that. <laughs> Billy came in as is, like Carnell Lake oh. used to be. No gloves, no wristbands, no tape, <laughs> no nothing. I'd have left no, my helmet nothing. in the locker room. The Aaron Brooks Dude. face mask playing receiver. That's Billy Mac right there. <laughs> the, hey, why did I wear those mid quarter sacks socks though, man? Hey, you know, oh, what? No. funny story about that. So you you play did you you play with Mike McGrew right? He was a young fish when you yeah, yep. when you were yeah, senior right. Mike, funny yeah, one of the funniest dudes. Boy, my so I don't even, I don't even think you got a chance to experience all the funny man. That dude is, was hilarious. So he's like, you know why I came here right? That's like why? He said because when I saw you on TV, it's like, man, them receivers look sorry out there. I'm choosing UVA. <laughs> like who is this guy with mid quarter socks on with no gloves? It was I. <laughs> it back. was you though. It was definitely. You, oh man. man! I mean, you know what's so crazy? To... What's so crazy about it? So when you when you came in '99, for you to come out the, like jump out and have six receiving touchdowns your freshman year was phenomenal to me. Like, uh, I want to say, all right. So my third year, which was your first year, I remember right. dislocating versus Maryland on the out route. And That's right. That's you right. Took I forgot over. about that. You had the game-winning catch in the left end zone when Dan just threw it up to you. And that was like, yo, solidifying coming out party because you had a game earlier yeah. in that versus NC State when we ran Seattle, and I dropped That's the right. nine. I got behind uh, my boy Tony, who played with me for Colorado Crush. That was your real coming out game, that NC State game. That, you got you behind know what? That, repeatedly. That, that man, you know, I, I was I, – First of all, I was like, once, once again, like you said, I was super hungry, man. And I wanted mm-hmm. to, I really wanted to take a piece from everybody out there, like you, Coffee, the Titans, T. Jones. I was trying to not necessarily emulate, but I was like just watching, like, how they doing their thing. Like, I got to figure out how to put that in my game. And, you know, in my mindset wasn't necessarily like, yo, I'm taking all these spots. I just, wanted, mm-hmm. I just wanted to learn so much and just get on the field, man. And like I said, yeah. I didn't care what I had on as long as I was on the field. Um, yeah, we that see, we saw you care what you had we on. That <laughs> <laughs> was bad, man. I looked at the game the other night about. It. I was like, man, that looked bad, B. That was really bad. Um, that NC State game, man. I, you know, it was uh, really because Thomas had so much uh, he had so much uh, um, attention on him, man. Like it was like oh, basically yeah. like nineteen people in the box and one DB out there in the middle of nowhere. That's what it felt like to me. I mean, mm-hmm. we could make a like a easy move to the sideline, double move, whatever. You can make a normal cut. You wide open because the whole field was, you know, in the box basically. So, I mean, it was, I think it was like four catches for like one hundred four, something like that. Yeah, you ball. So, you ball. We yeah, kept running. Like, we kept running skinny posts on them with you because the first yeah, was coming out. Yeah. We knew we could beat them. They, there was a few teams that played man with single high safety, and um, I just remember when you came in. It was like, yo, we're gonna run a post to Billy. Just 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 let Billy run. And Dan was throwing dimes out there. Yeah, he was. And I was just like, yo, this is this this we got one. Like with yeah. between you and Dan, like you was averaging I think you averaged like seventeen yards. I'm looking at the stats. You averaged seventeen right. yards in catch. And uh Kevin averaging fifteen. This was the so so I just wanted the the, the fans to know. So you came in and averaged seventeen yards a catch at the first year. That was right. a year after Kevin in 98, average over 20 yards a catch. That's right, yep. 
That's right. You feel what I'm saying? So to have yeah. both of y'all on the field at the same time, because I was a naturally slot guy, so I would move to the slot when you came in or if Demetrius came in. But as the season mm-hmm. progressed, I mean, you started – it started – it was evident that that Coach Wells and that la- and, and Coach Woman, that last-minute offer, ended up being a diamond in the rough. And you came in with the, the hungry attitude, and, yeah. and it was evident, man, because um, – like I said, as the season went on, you you had seven touchdowns. And the next year, um, I actually went to Coach Wells that spring and asked that I play some defense because I, I saw what Champ Bailey did in 98. But not mm-hmm. only that, I saw the death we had at receiver. And and I always tell people the story behind closed doors, but on the air, I was never a guy that wanted to be, like, selfish. And I knew mm-hmm. that how special you can be. But I knew how our coaching staff was. It was still that seniority right. type of stuff with Wells. And I knew uh, Wells would start wow. me just because I was an older guy. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go try to play some defense because I want this cat to start. Right. Sense. But I'm not just going to concede and, and play, you know, and be a backup because I'm still competitive. But I just was like, I'm going to go play defense. And I never, and people don't know this story, but when we got in the spring and I did it, somebody did an interview with me. And I was like, nobody scored on me all spring. Oh, and they asked yeah. me, how's it going? I was like, I ain't give up no touchdowns all spring. Just having tongue-in-cheek, like, I feel pretty good because I haven't given any touchdowns. And lo and behold, the last play of the spring game that I was in, you catch a damn nine on me for a touchdown. <laughs> oh, you made a great catch. You sealed me and you faded away. And then you was like, nobody caught a touchdown on you, huh? And I was like, what the hell? Uh, Why did they do that? <laughs> <laughs> You know how they, and you know how they do. They bring that stuff up in the meeting room, like, and uh, you know, it was probably it was the coach Pound. No, it was, it was Marcos. Marcos. Marcos was, it was Marcos. That's right, Marcos. Yeah. He, he brought that up. But hey, you know what? You you brought back a lot of memories on that. I forgot um, that my, my my freshman year that we were really like averaging that much, and and really it was to me it was just so easy. Like I thought, really, like, hey, if we if we play action. Mm. Um, Cause the five to eight times, man. I mean, the sky. We could do anything we want to do out here. I can run a spinning twirl route and get open. Cause, <laughs> man, he had. I mean, he had all the attention, man. Which I still yeah, think he didn't want to have in that year over 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 your guy in Wisconsin. But yeah, man, it was just like so easy. And um, um, we had uh, we had uh, some a good quarterback too. Dan was putting those downs out there. Oh yeah, um, but that, yeah, that first that first. Go ahead, go ahead finish. No, you good. You good. Oh, no, I said, I said that first year was a uh, it was amazing. It was an amazing year to me because um, I had a chance to uh, watch watch you guys. I had a chance to watch uh, TJ like do his thing. Like I was like, this like this is crazy. And um, the FSU game was like my big growing up game because I didn't realize the FSU game when they came there with Peter Ward and yep. the, uh, I think they were number one and number two. And mm-hmm. I really I, I I tell my family my friends this story. But it was a big growing-up game that year. Why? Because they had that big boy at quarter, cornerback, you know his name, sitting at 6'2", oh, like 215. Edwards. Mario Edwards. So, Long so, arms. And this, I, didn't, I didn't study film back then. I was just so wide out <laughs> and bushy. I didn't know what was going on, man. So I'm in, the, I'm in the huddle. I think I'm – I don't know if I started that game or not, but I get in the huddle. And Dan called a play. And these are all like – this is like nine. Like nine, nine, nine. I forget what we called it. And I'm I'm jogging out. I was like, yo, why is the safety coming with me? Why the safety coming mm-hmm. with me? You know? And I line up. I said, oh, this is not a safety. This is a freaking cornerback. 
He yeah, almost as tall as me. His arms as long as me. I, hey, I was shell shocked. I was like, yo, Hawk, I was shell shocked. And so I, they, they call him, they, you know, Dan hikes the ball, and this dude beats me up, bro. He beats me up. <laughs> By the grace of God, Dan throws it to me, and it looks so bad that it looked like he was holding me. I fall all on the sideline. The ball drops. They throw a flag. And yep. I'm looking like, you know, he looking like, what I do? And I get up like, oh, yeah. I start clapping like, yeah, yeah, good good call, bro. Man, and my mind was like, yo, I don't know what to do with this kid. I ain't really had no moves off the line back then. I didn't have any hand action. I was just <laughs> bad, man. So if you ever get a chance to go back and look at that film, man, from FSU. Hey, Florida State uh, was known the, for that. Uh, they man. choked me out. They choked me out, I want to say, uh, my second year when we went down there. So the first year we played them, my first year they came here, and I remember me and Dan got in as true freshman, and I caught a touchdown versus Tate Cote on the slant. Who was getting blown out, and I celebrated like we was winning the championship. Uh, but the next day we went down there, and uh, Tate Cody got the best of me. He was choking me. Hit between him and um, Cleveland Thomas, who I played against in the Arena League. Man, when I tell you, they was patting me down like I, I had a weapon on oh, me or something. Man, I could man. not get on the line of scrimmage that game for some reason, though. <laughs> Dude, I, I tell you what, man, that was uh, that that like Phantom Cats was like the <clears throat> was like the uh, the echelon. Like if I if I because they back then it was all man press. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the box beat us. Yeah. So my fast forward to my senior year when I finally like I got these cats. Actually, I did pretty good my junior. I just got hurt. But that yeah. senior year when Matt came in and threw me that like fifty yard bomb, I was like, oh, we mm-hmm. fall, man. Yeah, yeah but you had like, over hundred your last year versus them. My last year against them, yeah. So it was like uh, that was like oh yes, and that was early in the season. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's on. The rest of these cats, y'all done. Like I'm out here beating FSU man to man, straight up in your chest press, and um, so. But yeah, so go ahead. I wanted to, cause I wanted to try. I didn't mean to cut you, but I wanted to transition. So you, you know, you played with Wells. We had TJ. Um, everybody knows Coach Wells was run first, pro style, play action. So that's why majority of us had like 20 catches between 28 and 21 catches, 30 if lucky. How was the transition from Coach Tranquil's offense to Coach Grow and their offense because that uh, your third year, man. You went over a thousand yards, had what twelve touchdowns. Like, how was that transition? How did that feel? You know, Bill Musgrave. Uh, I I like this. He was the OC. Um, I like mm-hmm. his offense because it was a it was a the West Coast. That's what we ran. Okay. A variation of the West Coast. And uh, the transition was funny because coming in, I was very self motivated. I was just self-motivated to, like, just shine and do my thing those two years with Welsh. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I felt like that last year with Welsh, the bowl game, if I, I, I go back and look at that tape, man, I was playing at a really high level, fast level, like playing really fast. I got mm-hmm. hurt. I really felt that last year at the uh, Oahu Bowl, I could have been yeah. a 100 yard game, even though we got blown out. It was a bad game. Yeah. But I got hurt early. So I, I, I loved was that bad, deal. too. We was in Hawaii. Oh, uh, man, who you telling, man? That was <laughs> – it was not good. It was not no, good. That was, a, that was the infamous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yeah, what that was. It wasn't discuss. a fight. Or, some things we can't discuss. Yeah, some things we can't. Uh, that's, yeah, that's why I, that's why I like. Really I like the infamous, <laughs> the infamous, whatever we want to call it. But yeah, it was the, the infamous viper. Problem, the infamous, the infamous dude <laughs> in the viper. That's what we're gonna call him. 
<laughs> and we uh, and we realize undercover cops exist and they can be disguised right. as hookers. Right. As guys found out walking down the street. Walking going, down the street, man. Yeah. I mean, but if you think about it, man, it was a lot of infamous that that uh that year just like just a bunch of it was crap. That was you right, it was bad preparation. We got our tails um, with, but we had a legend. We that was a legendary year. We got a lot of great yep. stories that we can't get into right now because we ain't gonna spend it that much legendary. time. But we might need a roundtable on that 2000 season. Even though oh man, we we the record won't that good. The season was legendary with all the behind the scenes at antics. Legendary, <laughs> and that was the last, that was the last part of basically the last real part of that 98 crew. Like, yep, you know, with Bleasters and you, like, that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's, y'all, now that team is legendary. Those stories are legendary. I still tell those stories <laughs> that, was, that was passed down to me. I was like, these dudes hey, that's the year crazy, I came into, man. That's the year I came in, tra- in the training room in 2000. You was like, Hulk, you got abs now? <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I thought that's right. I forgot. I was like, hey, Hulk, where you get abs from, bro? <laughs> Doing, I said, was I was I really that out of shape? I mean, I've been running the track the past two all season. You like, hey, I ain't never seen you with ass. <laughs> hey, all I know is when you came back uh, from falling in the league, I said, Hey, Hulk, let's go get some one on one. Man, you was playing at a whole different level, and that was another <laughs> testament. Like, yo, I got to step my game up. This dude's breaking on passes before I even get on my break. Like, something's not right. I'm looking at the quarterback like I think it was Spinner. Like Spinner, throw the ball fast. Yeah. What you doing, man? Uh-huh. Like, but yeah, the transition, man, was uh, actually pretty cool because uh, you know that era of Welsh, I was very self motivated. And then when mm-hmm. when a growing the squad came in, I I was thinking that I was at a higher level than I was. And I remember talking to uh, Mike Grow, and I wish I can give you the signal what I gave him, but I gave him like my you know like I'm this close to being great. Like you know how you hold your mm-hmm. fingers together, like I'm this close. And he he made yeah. his hands as big as his body. Like, now Ooh. you're not, this is how far you are. And I was like, what? In my mind, like, who are you, who are you talking to, man? Like, so I took that. I was like, all right, like, let's go. Same thing with our, uh, Coach Grove. And they motivated me in a special, special way because they'll call you out. I, 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 I love that, right? It makes me mad, mm-hmm. so I want to, you know, live up to that, that bill or live past that billing. So we were in the weight room, man, and uh, – I, I figured this year I'll, I'll lift with the bigger guys, the linemen, the linemen, all these big dudes. There's like 12 of us. And Al Grokamp comes in, and he loves giving speeches. He said, look, guys, we playing chess. We playing chess now, not checkers. You know, and uh, some of you guys think you're good, but you're still like basketball players. And I was like, okay. So I look around, Hawk. I look to my mm-hmm. left. The, all these dudes are like 280 and better. I look to my right. All these guys are about 250 and better, and I'm pretty slow. I'm like, yo, I'm the only small dude in the group. So, Coach Crow, you talking to me? Like, I'm the basketball player you talking about? Like, so I took offense to that. Like, all right, okay, I'm out to show you. And so yeah. I went on this, like, this, this, like, this whirlwind, you know, um, like almost being in a in a state of like that Mamba state. Like, I gotta, I gotta really be consistent to play, cause mm, you know, yeah. and um. He he demanded his his demand was a lot different than what Welsh's was. I'm not saying it was anything better; it was different. You know, it was like you really brought an NFL mentality to it. Like, yo, you you do it or you getting cut, or you gonna we gonna find a way to get you never playing again. So I wanted to show like I really bought into his system, man. And then uh, the offense itself it fed you. And once he saw I was consistent, and uh, once he saw that I'm like I'm not playing, I'm 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 I literally I'm I think I'm open every play. Like just throw me the ball, and yeah. that's what happened. And he just started feeding me. We had this uh, 
Like, uh, you know how Odell said he practiced that one hand catch all the time? You know, mm-hmm. that stuff just doesn't happen, man. Like, we had this two-minute two minute drill we did after every practice. I used to love that drill, and I won on it very consistently. I'm talking about the touchdown rate ratio to not winning against the defense. And so you go into the game that my junior year, we beat, uh, I think, Georgia Tech off that. We beat Clemson off the last second. We beat another team off the last second place. We practiced that. And that was like yeah. my moment, man. I was just like, you know, that energy got up. But the systems were totally different, and the energy was totally different, and the demand was different. And I was like, I was so able. I was ready to meet that demand on a on a daily basis. I just really wanted to be great, man. That's all. It was. That's that's what it really boiled down to. And man, because you know, we talk about you know Thomas Magical last year here at UVA. Um, and I know it had to feel good to you seeing a dude like Thomas, who we all know should have won the Heisman that year, having over 1,700 yards rushing, basically being our offense, even though, you know, when we were asked to make plays, we made plays. But when you look at statistically the team, you became Thomas, man. Like, um, I know Womack played, but I think he got banged up. Allen was getting carries. Pyramid was getting carries. But you had over 1,000 yards. It was the reversal. You were over 1,000 mm-hmm. yards, and then you had the running backs, 300 yards here, 400 yards there. Like, Thomas mm-hmm. had 1,700 yards, and then you had 400 yards. Coffee had 400 yards. How like, mm-hmm. like, so, you know, that transition, you're, like, was a decision hard for you to stay at UVA? Because it wasn't prevalent for people to leave early from UVA. Uh, but what was that offseason like for uh, you as far as making a decision and coming uh, back? So, yeah, I, I, I really thought about it, and uh, you know, we we had a bad year. I think we only lost one three games, and that was like the first. No, time y'all went five. Y'all won five. Five. We won five games. I ain't gonna, okay, five, I ain't gonna say games. three. Y'all won yeah, five. that's tell you. That's tell you where our mind was. Like, man, I thought we yeah. lost bad that year. Five and seven. Okay, five. Yeah, you've been to a bowl six. game every year. You've been here. That's what it was. We didn't make. We didn't make a bowl game. And yeah. so, you know, we really, me and my people, my family, we really had a discussion. Like, should I go? And you know, I mean. They, I think they were projecting me. Actually, when I got drafted the, the, the year later, it was like around mm-hmm. third round, third or fourth round. Yep. <clears throat> and um, I was like, should I go? And uh, it was like, well, and I, you know, we talked about it, and I just felt like I wasn't ready yet. First of all, I didn't think my body was ready for it yet. Secondly, mm-hmm. I really did want to win. I like, I wanted to leave UVA like a winner. I didn't want to leave five and seven. And yeah. um, you know, just going through the. The progression of business, we did do the insurance and, you know, the insurance oh, nice. policy if I get hurt, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I didn't really Dexter think about it during the season. Yeah, same thing with Dexter. Yeah, we did the insurance policy. policy. And um, and so, you know, that was – that really <clears> – that really uh, showed us some things. But I felt like it was still – we I still wanted to do more. And that's why I came back and we worked our tail off. I remember, man, like um, – just, just uh, some of the team captains, we sat down like, man, we, we got to win, man. We have to win. This episode is brought to you by Carvana. They'll drive you happy. Carvana has purchased over a million cars from happy customers by giving them an offer within minutes. And they can do the same for you. Carvana will give you a real offer for your car within minutes. Then they'll come to pick up your car and pay you on the spot. So to get a real offer on your vehicle in minutes, download the app or visit Carvana.com. We got to win. So came back and uh, we did actually we finished second in the ACC that my senior year. We just got picked for a yeah. bad bowl game. Yeah. We got picked for a bad bowl game. Y'all balled yeah. out, man. Y'all end up winning nine games. And, you know, that's something, yep. you know, when when a, 
when a UA football team flirt with ten, so eight or more games, and y'all went nine and five, mm-hmm. that that's that's how in the total point because this university isn't it was it's not like we won ten games a lot. So when you win nine games, that's a right. huge that's a huge feat. And then y'all beat West Virginia um, in the bowl game that year also. Um, yeah, we beat West course, Virginia. We beat Maryland. Really, we got we got Maryland good. Y'all last beat the, game. Yo, y'all beat the brakes off Maryland. Man, I, that was one of my that that game was one of like my I guess I could say the funnest games I ever played in. It just felt so good, man. It was one of those games like it just felt right. It was a, the the rhythm was right. The the air the air the stadium was right. It was all everything was perfect, man. And we just went out like, though these cats are not taking this from us, man, because the year the previous year they whooped us pretty good. Because like you know, people don't realize and, uh, that how people don't realize that when, you know, Coach Woman instilled in us that Maryland was a rival, North Carolina right. was a rival, that's right, and also that's Virginia right. Tech. So people don't realize we took Maryland like right. we treated them like we Tech, did. like we wanted to beat yeah, them. Yeah, we did, <laughs> we did. We you know, and come to find out after that first year, I was I didn't know it. I mean, just me being in my own little world, I was like a marked man. It's like any, I remember, oh yeah, me and Bruce Perry, we played them every we played time it. you got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me and Bruce played uh, in Philly together. He was like, "Yo, we uh-huh. had you, Mark, brother. Like, we you won't, we won't gonna let you do anything." And it didn't work, especially the senior year. But <laughs> yeah, but um, I remember we did that ending around man, and um, and I threw that pass to uh, Mike McGrew. That I mean, that whole game was just like perfect, man. I, I mean, if I can go find that tape, man, it was just a perfect game. I think we beat them pretty bad, forty-one twenty-one, mm-hmm. and then um. So we like, hey, Gator Bowl, here we come. And they're like, nah, Tire Bowl. We like, what? That's crazy, yeah. I was like, man, I think because they figured we didn't travel well, you know, wouldn't be a you know, that's when politics down. The yeah, part of sports we didn't know about when we played, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. That's like, dude, we get Gator Bowl, here we come. Yes, no, international title, international who? What? The title. <laughs> It was cold down there. International Tire Bowl. That's crazy, oh, right? All right, let, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Nothing against the guys that, that sponsored that game, but if, if I'm in a board meeting, a uh, board meeting room, and say, okay, hey, hey, guys, what's 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 gonna be the name? <laughs> yeah, I think the instant, International Tire Bowl. That that hey, that sounds good. That sounds like a game I want to go to, right, guys? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Tower know who came up with that name. International it's all about game. it's all about the you know what it is all about the kick in. What, what what's That's the right. what's the back? How much money the university getting? How can we apply right. that money? So that's that's the part of the uh, that's you know that's a part we of game. We all we know about is our per diem and how much money we get for driving <laughs> ourselves. Hey, are you driving <laughs> or you flying? Let's let's do the math. Exactly. We uh, driving, baby. I get, how can we load up, pack up, and, right, and what can we get for driving down? I remember the peace boat for you got there. We got oh, you know what, Billy? Now I think about it. You was a part of the the butt kicking we took the, to Illinois. Down oh, you better Miami. believe it. It was bad, man. <laughs> we got drilled. So we, we did two back to back. We did two Hawaii's back to back, man. Oh, like one was a Amuhu, and another one was a I don't, I don't know the names. We got oh, smashed. Well, Illinois beat us down there, man, and, at uh, at, at the Dolphin Stadium. My God, what's the quarterback that played at? Like Kurt something? Shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Church, uh, I forget his name. Oh, they beat us so bad. They drafted off us. Good they, lord. They, they killed. They man. just look. They just look strong. I don't know what we were doing. Like we just looked like we were like man, wet you know body. Everybody, all them dudes going to the going to the cheetah club during the week. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. 
Scavenger, hey, they, they I might have to do a, a, a series of of Bowl Week adventures <laughs> and just have hey. everybody come on. <laughs> hey, you you really do. I got in I got into two fights that that practice. One with uh, who didn't fight? I don't know if I. I'm gonna just say Jay. I don't know if I say uh-huh. his whole name on it. You know, I know who everybody got you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And it, then was, it was, was a high school Harry Jay or the other Jay? Uh, cornerback Jay. Oh, high school Harry, yeah. Yeah, so he's he talking noise, and we like this is doing the bowl game week. And, um, I you know, I, I like, all right, let's go. We just scrapping in practice, whatever. During the game, I was like, we were so I was so geared in, like, ready. And like, third quarter, I see a couple of the punters or kickers, somebody back there laughing. I'm like, bro, y'all, y'all don't care, like. I don't care about this. This this is like life to me right now. And we didn't really that in that instance we didn't fight, but it was like verbal altercation. Like I'm a young fish. I was a young pup. These guys were. Oh well, at least at least you were being honest with your fights. Uh, before the Peach Bowl, we was in uh, South Carolina, and everybody in the locker room planned to start a fight just so Coach Wells could kick us off when we had to practice. <laughs> I remember that. We go up, I remember that back story. Up to the suite. <laughs> we go back with the suite, play video games because they had a whole suite of arcade games. So hey, I started to fight with Mo, and Mo almost took my life away. I ran away from him so fast, he would not stop. He forgot about the plan. Like, he really got mad and wanted to fight me. I was like, stick mm-hmm. to the plan, Mo. Stick to the plan. Oh, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to kick yeah, your yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was, like, that, was like a, that was like a track meet in itself. Like, that lasted, oh like, felt like for 15 minutes straight. I was like, oh, so Mo just really not going to stop. Mo not going to stick to the plan. He's not going to stick to the plan. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of plans, man. We're going to go ahead. So we fast forward. You get drafted by the Eagles. You end up playing, being a t- – and I think you was a teammate of my favorite player. Was Brian Dawkins still there? B-Dawk was there, yep. Man, look, hold on. B-Dawk, the man child was there. To play with Welcome right, X, the I dude am. who would curse you in blessings. He wouldn't say yeah, exactly, word, exactly. but literally cuss you in blessings. Can you please right, describe exactly. being a teammate of Weapon X, please? My, my, my boy – Todd Pinkston, who was already like four years into it, he said, whatever you do, rookie, <laughs> this game, this this preseason game, watch Dawkins. And watch him when you when he first get in the locker room, watch him when he get out. I'm like, all right, man, you know, it's cool. I, and be honest with you, I knew about Dawkins, but I didn't know how good mm-hmm. he was, like, in terms of on the field and how people viewed him. I was like, oh, he's he a dope player. Yeah. So the whole time I'm getting dressed, this – and he goes to this like crazy man succession. It's like I come in like he's a very cool, calm dude. Right, like great conversationalist. Like we had some great, really good conversations, hung out together, whole nine. Like you know, locker room stuff. Real deep man of faith. And uh, so I'm watching him. <laughs> this is my first preseason practice. I'm watching him, mm-hmm. and uh, and he come in with his suit and tie, suited and booted, bang. You get into his locker room, you hear the music come on, you start bobbing. 30 minutes into it, he's starting to walk around, start putting the, the strong man gear on, painting up, iced up, you know, well, you know, getting the, getting the gear ready. And while the hour went to it, he's starting to pace a little bit more and bobbing a little bit harder. I'm just watching this cat, right? I go out, warm up, come back in. This guy, you know, pants on, cleats on, spatted up, looking sh- like straight, like looking like an action hero, really. That's how you just built like that, right? Looking like an action hero. Yeah. Man, 
by the by the time the receivers, right before the receivers about to go out with the, the quarterback, this guy in the locker room screaming, screaming, God, God, dog it, and all of the blessings, <laughs> like he said. But he's not just screaming it. He's sprinting through the locker room, bro, like full sprint. Ah, blah, 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 blah. And, and then Pink, Pink leaned over to me and was like, I told you, watch him. And, and he's just going season. crazy in there. Like, he, he gets himself into this frenzy, man, like this. He, he really morphs. He, he morphed into the, the freaking – Weapon X. Uh, Weapon X, man. Like, he morphs into it. And by the time he's ready to come out and they call him his name, that's when that's when the fans he's get all the rolling in. and the jumping. And the, he locked in, man, with the God doggies yeah. and the, the Hail Marys and everything. Man, that dude, I mean, that dude was you, uh, he was a sight to watch, Mc, man. He was you a, got McNabb yeah. as your QB, Andy oh, Reid as your as your head coach slash offensive wizard. I mean, you, you, was Lito you got to know what I went into. Like, like you got to know what I went into, bro. Um, so Brian Dawkins, we had uh-huh. young Michael Lewis that was just coming to secondary. Yeah, we had the two ages that Troy Vincent and Bobby Taylor. Bobby Taylor is taller mm. than I am. And oh, bigger Bobby than me. was still there? Bobby was still there, bro. Yo, and Troy, and Troy oh was about 6'1", 6'2". But hold on, check That's this. Right. We got Lido. We got Lido. Lido behind him, and we have Sheldon yep. on the other Sheldon. side. Sheldon. Those, yep. uh-huh. Those are two all pros, too, right? And then on oh the D-line, D-line we had uh, Corey Simon. We we felt that Corey Simon versus FSU. Who else yeah. we had? We had a uh, Hollis Thomas. Man, we had the uh, Axeman. Mm. Was, was Axeman there? Or was he in Washington? I think he, I think he was in Washington. We had Mark Seminole my first year, but the okay. defense was stacked. And then we had all the Donovan. We had Trey. We had myself. We had, uh, we had um, uh, Todd James. But the defense, man, them jokers was stacked over there, bro. Like, the practice was crazy, re- ridiculous, man. Like ridiculous over there. So practice was so efficient. It was just like so efficient. I even like when I coach my guys, my young guys on Sundays. That's how I run mm-hmm. mine. But like it was. Very efficient, very proficient, and it was like everything had to be perfect. Everything, and I, I loved it, man. We did no running after practice because everything was full tilt. Everything bad. was, yeah, That's yeah. It was perfect precision, man. And I was like, whoa, this is something different, man. Like, and um, you know, so yeah, playing with Philly, man, which I still believe. Well, I know, and I still believe it was, it was the best organization I played with from top to bottom. So- just the way, so look, just the way they did. So that. you know, so you know how I am, and you know the people. Some people won't want me to ask this question. What you do with your first check? How what like your first check? What was that? Oh, let mean? me tell you the story, bro. Let me tell you the story. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! I ain't gonna tell you what I did with it, but I'm gonna tell you what I did. Yeah. So <laughs> first check, did we get paid? I think we got paid every week. We said we got paid every week. All right. First okay. check, and you get them in your locker. So when you come in on Monday, I think Monday or Tuesday. You come in on mm-hmm. Tuesday, and Tuesday is a off day normally. Like Monday, we come in watch the film. Tuesday, you come in, you know, you do your thing and, and, and lift a little bit. But everybody's not in at the same time. So the locker room's fairly empty, but it's, you know, people are there. Um, so I, I I get to my locker, and uh, I sat by my guy, Hollywood Fred. That's my guy, Freddie Mitchell. That dude's hilarious, mm-hmm. man. Um, people shit. So, yeah, people champ, yeah. But nobody was like a couple guys in there. And I figured an older cat that I didn't know, a D-lineman, he was like back in the back, like six of us, eight of us in the locker. I opened up my check. I'm like, God, dang. Because I look at the, of course, the gross. I'm like, God, dang. Then I look at the net. I'm like, God, dang. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, look, I'm, I'm, I'm mesmerized. 
I'm mesmerized, like, what happened to my money, man? Like, and so the With old vet, I think he was like, I forget his name now. He had to be 13 years. No, it was Indy Kalu. That's who it was, mm. Indy Kalu. And Indy had already had nine years in the league. And so Indy, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, it's like a movie. I'm stuck in this check, like, yo, hold on. Do I need to call somebody or, like, what's going on? So he, he taps me on my shoulder, like, Uncle Sam, young, young pup. I said, they take, and I said, they take that much? <laughs> so, you know, I'm, like, stuck on it, like, what the world, man? Yeah, dude. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, it was crazy. I was like, they, I couldn't believe they took that much. So, oh, um, oh, boy. Who you tell Yeah. I was like, what man. in the world? What in the world? Like, who, 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 who's Uncle Sam? I don't know him. He, does he that? play here? Or? <laughs> yeah, he's the he's hey, big, biggest dog ever. Though? How about this, Billy? Your first away game, and then you're like, "Wait a minute, why are they taxing me? I don't live it. Right? I don't even like. So hold on. Uh, the away game, they taxing me. Coca-Cola taxing me. Uh, who else? All the NFL partners taxing me. Of course, I'm mm-hmm. joking, but that's what it feel like. Like everybody got their until hand you in it, until man. you play a team. And so I remember when I was in KC, we went and played Jacksonville, and then I got my we got a uh, game checks that Tuesday. I was just like, "Yo." They didn't tax me in Florida. They was like, fool, Florida ain't got state tax. <laughs> but I still had a residency in Virginia, so when I filed tax, Virginia got that. <laughs> that game got like that people, quick. You know, it's the Commonwealth state, so if you claim, if you still maintain Virginia as a residency and you went somewhere that didn't have state tax, Virginia was like, well, let me get that then. Let, let me get that off you. Thank you. <laughs> what? Get what? Yeah, well, but, yeah get, let me get that off. But, yeah, but, we had a uh, – go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I was saying Philly, man, was a, a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful football town, man. They'll ride with you. Like, they'll ride with you. Oh, had, we know. Mike a, Scott uh, found out. He found out. Yeah, Mike they, Scott did. Why, yeah. who, why? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> came we, there with we, their red skin jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and so, I mean, I remember, I remember when um, we went to the Super Bowl, bro. It was, it was like a college town. It was – it was so live everywhere you went. And, you know, I wasn't one of the faces of the team, but they, it was just live, man, like live everywhere. And, you know, I can only imagine, like, what it felt like during the run of the recent when they went to the uh, Super Bowl and won it. But yeah, I did go mm-hmm. back for that parade. And let me tell you, Hulk, that was oh, yeah, I probably saw that. The, top, I saw you went back. the top three, four, five experiences of my life. It was mm ridiculous. First of all, I read the email wrong from the Alumni Association, or Alumni, I think it was Alumni Association, and I got out there late. Me and my buddy got there late. So the bus had already left from the stadium to go to the art park. And mm-hmm. so I'm left. I can't drive. The city, all the city is closed off. I had, we oh, had to wow. walk through, and that's a long walk. We had to take the train and everything. It's probably the best thing that ever happened, because it was all love. And Philly, wild, bro. Philly is wild. But it was no fighting, it was it was no crazy. It was just all love, man. And uh, it was so – it had to be like 2 million, 2.5 2 million people out there. And uh, the highlight experience, man, and as cold as, it, as cold as it was, it was just so – it was so dope, man. It was like, mm, I couldn't – I can't even explain it in words. I actually documented it. I might put that back out here. Yeah, you did. You definitely did. Yeah. You that. But uh, yeah. Since, you, since we talked about the Super Bowl, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about – uh, the two letter guy, Mister. Oh man, that Terrell Owen. Man, that that was uh, Terrell. <laughs> Terrell. 
you know, Terrell. T T man, he's a, he's a, he's like a weapon X too, man. He morphs too, man. That's which is the cool yeah. thing about it. Like, so there's so many stories on that cat, man. But it like generally speaking, cool dude. Like help you everything, you know, just cool guy. When he get the, like he told me he said B when I get between them white lines, all bets all. I like I see. <laughs> hey, um, I tell people, man, he wasn't the fastest dude I seen on the football field. I don't care what. Who, he man, listen, listen, man. We went, we went, we went to the locker room, not the locker room, the um, the film room, and Fred, Hollywood Freddie started talking like, "Pink, you ain't the fastest man no more." T.O. here, he a, he a crushy, crushy. Then you know, like ah, whatever, <laughs> whatever, yeah, you know, decisive, like decisive, big fight. And so like, put your game check up, Pink. You lose it, you lose it. And Pink, mm. like, I ain't really saying that, you know, I'm. Pink was like a legit probably four two, but I just don't. To as fast as he needs to be, so he probably can get up four two four one. That dude was fast, bro. He just so, revved that engine up. So, he just revved that engine up. So our guy, special teams player named Sean Ward, he um real good dude, man. He's like, I shoot, I do it, and Sean can run. Sean can run. He's like, I do it, and so Freddie Sison is Sison. To you ain't gonna do nothing. You ain't gonna do nothing. So bam, the bet's on. It's like, all right, let's meet in the dome. Of me in the dome, and we putting game checks up. And mind you now, Tio game checking ridiculous. So Sean, is a yeah, good play. you so, got so, yeah. Except, he, he, he got a good come up if he if he beat. He got Tio. a good come up. So we all in there, all the receivers. This is receiver. We all in there like waiting, and uh, like where's Tio? Where's Tio? Where? He comes in there, ba- like face like whole demeanor change. All right, so Freddie is at the forty yard line, like ready, that boom go. Him and Sean start, start off neck to neck, neck and neck, boom, boom. Man, around 15 yards, this guy hit another gear I ain't never seen in my life. <laughs> like, look, he, 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 hit a, he hit a Dion. So around 35 yards within a 40-yard uh, race, he, he screams out, I told y'all, and he points to the ground. Sean is, like, struggling to follow, like, race behind him, killed him, right? As he's pointing uh-huh. to the ground, he runs straight out the building. We don't see him. He just leaves. <laughs> What? And we all like, whoa, this dude is fast. Like, this is when he first joined Philly. And he just, yeah. boom, out. And we're like, yo, this dude's a real deal. Man. So I've seen that dude do some crazy things, man, that just was just, like, ridiculously insane how good he was, man. So O-T-O, yeah. man. T.O., man. But it was yeah. good, good dude, man. Big plays, too. A lot of big plays. Definitely misunderstood. Definitely, you know. Uh, you know. And the thing is, man. And I don't want to get too much into to AB, but I, I kind of told folks that when AB started talking the way he did, that he, you know, he was basically gonna get treated like To did. And one thing I say yeah. about To, the difference between To and what AB going through now is To didn't have off the field allegations oh, and like that, not like at all. And stuff. He just had locker room stuff. Yeah. You know, that's the one thing about To. His stuff was football stuff. Not he's at all, bro. Like, not, yeah, he's he's always always ready, always ready, bro. That dude was he was a he, he, like people don't understand how the league works. Everybody's good, like everybody. Mm. And then you mm-hmm. got you guys that are like consistent and just probably a little bit better in the area here. See, those those are starters. But then you got the but, freaks of nature, man. The freaks are just like they can wake up in the morning and just be like, you know, the Randy Moss, the Tios, the the freak, like those guys right yeah. there, got a special something, man, that you just can't teach, man. And or Megatron, like I, I played Ooh. with him. That dude was uh, a giant, <laughs> like literally, he was a giant, man. Two forty-five, and he, yeah, he was a giant, man. Like, 
And when he ran, he out there moving like he like five five eight. I'm like, get the mm. heck out of here, man. And the other receivers look at me like, 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 you see this guy? Like, yeah, man, this dude is ridiculous, bro. Like, those guys, like, so that's how the league where you got your freak, you got your starter, then everybody else is just really good. Everybody's good. That's mm. the way it works. So, yeah. look, man, you know, what? before we forget, because, you know, we could chop it up and, and talk and get the fans a lot of stories and insight, I want to make sure, though, you uh, express – what you're having this weekend when UVA played Notre Dame. That's another reason why you came on the show, not only just for the one-on-one, but you got an event coming up um, in the Richmond area, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, so it's, in, it's, uh, it's, a, yeah, it's in the Richmond area. It's, okay. Um, so uh, any Wahoos are in the Richmond area or even Charlottesville, we got some people coming down from Charlottesville. We have the UVA watch party. Uh, us, of course, versus Notre Dame. We got a lot of energy. We're ready to rock and roll. And it's at uh, River City Roll, and I can give the address. It's at River City Roll here in Richmond, Virginia. And, um, yeah. We, I put it we are, in the description uh, also. Okay, cool. Yeah, and we are um, – it's, it's a family event. Come out with your family and, you know, enjoy yourself, eat, and be married the whole nine. And we, what we're doing is uh, – we're taking a portion of the proceeds and giving it back to a school called Carver Elementary. It's an inner city school. I actually went there for uh, about a semester or two before, you know, my, my family took took us out and put us in a different school. It's, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's, a, it's a school that needs a lot of resources, but um, a lot of bright, bright kids just need a, just need a leg up. Um, so we're going to be helping them out. And there's a, there's a chance for you guys also to come out and uh, just to support the team. And, and uh, we're going to have some other guys in the area. Um, that are going to come out to the play the UVA. Uh, Sean Singletary, he said he's going to come out. We got uh, some some guys like uh, I think the mayor is going to stop by. Some of the council people in the area are going to stop by. Even some of our Virginia Tech counterparts, they said they, okay. they might stop by. So um, it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, Kev, Kev said if he can get free from it after his game, he'll come back. Kevin Coffey. So yep. it's, um, um, and uh, Wally Rayner, one of the one of the best linebackers that ever came out uh, out of UVA. I wonder if Womack um, going to come. I know Womack stay. Close to the Richmond area, also, man. Yeah, yeah. If Warmack yeah, come the through War, there, War, War, Warmack come through there, that that guy <laughs> blow the whole spot up, boy. That that guy, something Warmack. Warmack, yes, he Warmack. That <laughs> that guy. That's and I know we got many stories on that dude. That's a oh, that man. that he, you can consider that's him what I gotta get on. Nature. But that's yeah. what I gotta get on. But you know, Wo Wo is a different dude than what he was and what the school with, and we definitely appreciate the transition that he's made. Oh, you know, definitely. his walk of life now. But if I could just get him back in the Warmack mode for one interview, it'll be legendary because you talk about stories. That was my room yeah. dog first year. Yeah. That dude, <laughs> that that guy, man. Like, like just, just, just playing with him. And I, back in the day, I didn't really hang with him. I hung with him actually more as, as we got older. A lot of people I scared of him. Uh, was, I ain't want to mess up around with Warmack. <laughs> Oh, this dude's volatile. I don't know what that was gonna happen. He's, <laughs> he was he like your boy, the linebacker man, from. Uh, he was like the linebacker from the program, the middle yeah, backer. Exactly, uh, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's, it's a sweet event, man. And uh, come out, and we also, in the, I'm also gonna be in, introducing my uh, foundation, the Billy Mac Foundation. Um, mm. We're gonna be uh, it's a soft launch, but I want to introduce it to the community and let them know some of the things that we will be doing here in, in the near future. So. It's a it's gonna be so cool, man, because we have a lot of alumni coming, we got a lot of city uh, officials coming out. We got a lot of uh, former NFL Tyrone Davis. He's gonna be there. Uh, oh, former Ty, UVA okay. great. 
Yeah, Tyler, yeah. Tyler versus me too, man. The first I just catch. found that out. He made the first yeah, catch. The first, you know, when people yeah. say call Mines the catch, he had the original catch. I'm, I was just a duplicate. So I don't want people to ever get They made the first catch down there at Virginia Tech. And that boy, he's bigger than what I thought he was. Like, man. Mama, I what, you remember that big, the, uh, record? The 40, the bench press, the 300 shuttle. All you That's saw right. He did, did, didn't he? Everywhere. That's yeah, right. that was him. I Every forgot, record man. was his. Every, and Every I think he still has a touchdown record, a 28 touchdown. Yep. I think that's what it mm-hmm. is. Yeah, he got the record still, 28 touchdowns. Oh, speaking of records, yeah, man, you know, um, knowing how you are, I know you was very happy, but did you ever think somebody would break your receptions record here? You oh, did? most definitely. This, this is this is when I knew when Mendehall came in, I said somebody's going to break it. Uh, because I, all I did was, Yeah, all I did was pull up the stats from BYU. I'm like, oh, yeah, somebody's going to break this up. Somebody's going to break this <laughs> Like Shout look, the, the, the the second receiver had in uh, Mendenhall's office at BYU had uh, what seventy catches. I said, like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. they're gonna break this. They're gonna break this. So if he keeps going like he is, he's gonna get more talent, better talent, and they might even break uh, 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 OZ's record. You know, for catches. Yeah. I I think yep. I still got the yards, but even that's gonna be shattered here in the next five years. Yeah, I think so, he, I think you still got it too. Um, I think he yeah. just broke your receptions record. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's you know what though, that, that that says a lot though, man, because your first two years, you know, it was it was TJ. So just right. I mean, it, it was really did we see a receiver here you may flirt with a thousand yards in back to back seasons right. until till you came. You know, Herman was a touchdown machine and right. um, they were still running the team then, but you know, your last two years was nothing short of phenomenal, man. It was just that transition that too, you know, we can get receivers to be um, be consistent because you had the Kevin Ogletrees, you had Chris Bird. I mean, you had right. various guys. And then the OZ I thought Chris Bird was going to actually get doors it open. at one point. Yeah, he was close. Yeah, he People close don't realize how good Chris Bird was, man. And then, you know, Dontrell hit his stride once he really, he got to the league. I mean, Dontrell showed flashes here, but I always tell guys, you never know how somebody's going to be as a pro until they get no, around pros, you know, but Man, I, I ain't going to hold you up too much longer, but I, d- I definitely wanted you to just share what you do now just so the fans can know and um, talk about just your business adventures before we before we wrap it up because we've been on – we could keep going on and on. I don't want to hold you up. I know you're a busy man, but if you wanted just to plug your ventures and, and what you're doing in the community up there in Richmond. Oh, yeah, man. So one of my things I do, too, you guys can go to uh, Billy, com. That's BillyMcMullen.com. And also on Instagram, it's uh, Billy Mac Speaks. That's Billy Mac Speaks on Instagram. So I do a lot of speaking, motivational speaking, inspirational speaking. And I like, I really like to call it uh, truth talk. I'm just yep. talking, speaking the truth. Like, I've noticed, like, my whole, my whole life, I've always been real keen on how people are living their life and, and being able to, like, if I can share a story, share a word, or share some type of energy with you that, you take that and you run and you, you become a better person. Oh, man, my real life's work is done. Like, that's it's all about helping people. So I do uh, speak at corporations, organizations, uh, that's profit and nonprofit schools, and, and uh, I, I truly enjoy it. And, and, my, and I guess my, 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 my coin idea or my word is made free. Like, you made mm-hmm. free to be whatever you want to be. Like, don't, let, don't allow anyone to put you in a box and tell you what you are. And uh, what you can be, like, you made free to do that. So, um, yeah, Love go it. to BillyMcMullen.com. Billy 
um, BillyMcMullen.com, or go just go to uh, Billy Mac Speaks at uh, and that's at uh, on my Instagram. So yeah, check me out. I definitely yeah, I definitely put um, BillyMcMullen.com. They find it in the description. Also his Instagram. Uh, t- um, what they call it? See, that's how you know I'm an old head. You at your your tag? How to get to, how you reach you on Instagram? Y'all don't know that social media language <laughs> that much. I just know how to cause trouble with being petty hawk. That's what I know how to do. Right. But uh, petty hawk. Yeah, you do go <laughs> petty hawk. <laughs> hey man, I I kept petty 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 hawk is he had to be retired because he was he was turned to Skip Bayless just a little too much, but. Uh, but Billy, man, I definitely appreciate you taking time out of your day, man. I know you got a busy schedule, but for you to come on a platform, man, and just take a trip down memory lane, I know the Virginia fans would definitely appreciate you, bro. Um, definitely go to BillyMcMullen.com. Uh, you're here to information for his watch party at the beginning of this episode when he talks about it, and at the end of this episode, and I'll make sure I share the address in the description of Wahoos, and you can't go to Notre Dame. Make sure you check them out in Richmond at River City Road, 939 Myers Street in Scott's Edition. But I'm going to have that information in the description, man. Definitely appreciate you, Billy Mac. Oh, my God. Most definitely. I appreciate you. El Nino 80 Ot. What's going on? I got abs now. You got abs now, boy. I love it, man. I appreciate you, man. All right, brother, man. You be easy, bro. All right, you too. Peace. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. Definitely appreciate Billy for for coming out again. His watch party is at River City Road, nine three nine Mayor Street, and Scott's Edition. It's from two p.m. to seven p.m. Saturday, September twenty eighth, to view the UVA versus Notre Dame game. All the information will be in the description box. And if you have any questions, make sure you hit them up. Um, on BillyMcMullen.com or go to BillyMacSpeaks at gmail.com and uh, or you can just hit me up too and I can give you the information man shout out to the sponsors Avery Insurance Connor Murray Realtor and also Crow Cookies this was a bonus episode for you guys it's who's on the line one on one with a Wahoo great and today's great was Billy McMullen it's the ball hawk I'm out
And that's my man, Billy Mac. Hopefully you enjoyed the show, man. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. It's the Ball Hawk. And we out of here. No outro music. We, 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 we entertained y'all long enough. We out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.